and welcome to Investor's Paradise, the podcast that makes tons of investing-related topics easily accessible from a young mind's perspective. You know, I'm not really an AI expert. I've heard of it. I know that it needs a lot of training to be in a full scale, you know, actually be able to use by money people. So you are you, you're, I heard that you guys are using an AI chat box, right? Or a chat bot. And how do you plan to train the AI to make it better with each interaction? Like, uh, won't you need a neural net or some kind to make it be better over time? Yeah, so to answer that question, uh, we plan on training the AI to make it better using like the Google API to train like a natural language processing model. So just briefly, uh, the Google API is like an interface that allows you to communicate with Google services and is used in some of the things that you use on a daily basis, such as Gmail or even like a Google search, right? And natural language processing uh, is a way that a computer processes and analyzes large amounts of natural language data. And uh, we see this used, uh, heavily used in um, apps such as Grammarly or even like the keyboard you use on your phone, right? So the, uh, uh, the Google API is uh, primarily handling optimization uh, of the neural network to better interpret what the user is asking for. And we've also connected our app to the Firebase API. So the Firebase API is something that is used uh, as a database to store the user's data and can also uh, host websites or apps. So um, uh, after we accumulate data from the user, we can also use that to optimize the user's experience. So um, some improvements we wanna make on the chatbot is obviously the functionality, right? So like adding something where the user can ask if they can buy a certain object, such as like a pencil or like a phone or even like a fan, right? Uh, Without having to specify the price of that object, right? And we also wanna improve on the mistakes the chatbot makes, right? Like uh, the chatbot isn't gonna be perfect. So like, for example, one mistake that might occur is like the user might ask, what's my income? And then the chatbot might respond by saying, oh, I didn't understand. Can you please say that again? So like trying to fix uh, fix these type of mistakes by adding more training phrases to the model and like obviously t- training the model more to increase the accuracy with the goal being to get the model to as close uh, to 100% accurate as we can. That is impressive. I really like that process. Um, that's crazy. Um, one thing that I noticed when you were saying, um, you can ask the chatbot, you know, can I buy a pencil? Can I buy this? Or... What is my income, right? That the idea of that is interesting to me. You know, um, I'm actually taking in a principles of accounting class right now this year, and um, like the first couple of days, we learned about like what possible careers you can branch out to it, right? And one of them was a personal financial consultant, and this I this AI chat box is literally describing that. It's interesting. You're you're competing with something. I don't think I, you may not have intended, or you may have, but I'm realizing now, like. A personal consultant would say, you know, here's your revenue, here's your um, income, here's your overall net-net um, um, operating income or whatever, and um, here's what you can afford to buy, here's why you should buy this or shouldn't buy this, here's what you should invest in, right? But everything that I just said is wrapped up into one chatbot, right? It gathers all the data and it compiles it in a way that's presentable for you. And it says, and it says if you ask a question of what you can buy and what you can't buy, it'll instantly give you a message. It'll instantly say, yes, you could. Or no, you shouldn't. Or I suggest you don't. But if you need to, you can. You know that kind of thing is good. Um, and I think that's great because you can um, kind of like consumers can use both an actual personal financial budgeter 
and this app to be able to come up with the best overall decision. And I, I like that overall, as you keep developing the AI, it'll be able to um, detect and actually create better predictions of what the good thing is to do. Um, so a quick follow-up. Um, do you plan on making a soft opening for beta users so they can test the app and find any glitches? Um, for now, um, our focus is not to actually make, a, it's, not, it's not actually to focus on developers because our goal right now is to just, because um, we're just getting started, you know, we don't, we don't want to spend, you know, time uh, without realizing, uh, you know, how, how, how many people actually end up using it. You know, some people might like it, some people uh, might not, but it's uh, really a personal preference. You know, some people might not like sharing their, you know, how much money they have or something like that. So, um, for at least for now, we haven't really considered um, making a beta version for uh, developers to test because uh, as of now, since uh, we ourselves are, you know, testing our app, you know, we're just, you know, developing this, is, this app is just a child, you know, so we still need to, you know, raise it and, you know, um, we still need to train it uh, ourselves first before we can let other developers do it. I see. That's fair. It's totally fair. I understand that. Um... So over time, right, as you um, develop the app, uh, do you have any plans to iterate or make the app better in ways that you haven't even described now? So um, like Red mentioned, you know, our, our goal is to obviously, you know, uh, uh, iterate the chatbot to make, uh, make it better, you know, make it more effective, make it more accurate. Um, so apart from that, we do have a lot of updates that we have lined up. So, you know, every, so we're, we're, our goal is to, you know, uh, every like couple of weeks or months, We'll roll, out, we'll roll out like some updates, whether they're, you know, just uh, minor bug fixes or security like updates, or, you know, adding um, all the major updates that we're planning to, such as, you know, having an app tour. So when you create a new account, basically it'll take, it'll have, make you have a tour of like, you know, um, all the different features and the, you know, all different screens and, you know, all the functionalities of the app. So when you actually end up, uh, when you actually use it, you know exactly what to do and how to use the app. Um, and, you know, that's really effective so that, you know, you feel comfortable in what you're using and you feel really confident about how to use it at its fullest limit. So um, after that, we're also going to add, um, you know, fingerprint and face ID authentication for the app. So, you know, our, your data is protected and, you know, some, some, some random person can just open it if you love, leave, your phone, uh, leave your phone like open. And um, it's, it's actually kind of hard for, even though it's kind of hard for us to, you know, as high schoolers, you know, we're taking, we're taking part in clubs, you know, it's a lot of time investment. We're taking these AP courses and college courses to better prepare for the future. Um, you know, it's, it gets hard sometimes to roll out updates and, you know, we can't really promise like the exact date, but if it really means that, you know, we're helping our community, uh, we'll eventually uh, do our best to roll out that update. So um, that's our goal for this app as well. That's great. I like that plan. Um, I completely realized that security is a big part of it. Right now, the face face recognition, fingerprint ID, that's pretty important. I completely forgot about that. I mean, even if you're not using, um, even if you're doing a simulation or if you're doing real money, it still matters, right? Because somebody could just get your phone when it's unlocked and access all that data, and it could be very bad. Um, so I'm going to think from a long-term perspective here. Um, let's say a couple of years down the line, or maybe even, Maybe even if this app gains so much traction, um, could be in the short term. Uh, do you guys plan on monetizing this app in any way, or just creating um, revenue uh, generating streams of um, income from this app? So as it's kind of been like uh, you know recurring throughout, um, is that like we didn't uh, kind of get into the development of this app, wanting to monetize off of it. 
um, or just use it for any kind of enhancement in general. Uh, we kind of just wanted to do it through uh, to first learn and to also be able to, you know, benefit people who are really lost and unable to manage their money. Um, so right now we haven't really thought in depth like uh, a business model or plan we would use in order to monetize off the app. But if we were to go about doing it, um, there'd probably be two two primary streams that we'd be uh, be we'd be following. Uh, first being like a freemium model. So we're definitely looking to add new features as Gatan and Bed both. Uh, mentioned so different types of authentication um, like better chatbot functionality and all of these kinds of features and as we roll out more and more um, they're going to get better and better and more exclusive so after we get to a certain point where like um, like these features are actually uh, like really really great we believe and uh, with some kind of uh, like monetary supplement we could make the app even better we definitely be looking into a freemium model where it's it's free to use because obviously people need to be able to manage their money and we don't want to charge people for that because we recognize that it's a necessity. Um, but for people who want like an enhanced um, or even better quality than it already is, then there will be a freemium model available. Um, and then the second stream would kind of be like outreach opportunities. So we're obviously all very engrossed in like hackathons, startup incubators, and a bunch of different other competitions. So at these at these competitions, obviously there's like companies, organizations, and all these other kind of people scouting to see where they find great innovations, great developers, all of those kinds of things. So uh, at that case, because we believe in our idea, right, we feel that uh, definitely we'll reach out to companies. Companies will reach out to us, and we'll definitely be looking to um, basically kind of go for some kind of promotional events, ads on our app is something we're open to do. Um, but that's, that would be our plan if we were to go about monetizing it. But again, for now, monetizing was not our uh, primary goal with developing the application. Yeah, I get it. That's fair. You know, creating the app is just for, you know, as you guys said, helping the community, helping people money um, manage their money. That's fair. But the good thing that you also have monetization in mind, um, because if it does take off, you got to be ready to capitalize on that. So I'm going to think even more long-term in this question. Uh, this is a question I like to ask. Most of my guests, um, in a typical guest, I usually ask them if you can go 10 years in the past. But, you know, lately we've been having young people on the show. So how about I ask the new question? If you can go 10 years forward in time, what would you, uh, any one of you guys, um, expect or want to happen with this app or even in general? Even in general. Um, to be quite frank, actually, we haven't really given a deep thought about, you know, what we don't have. We do have long-term goals, as we mentioned, you know, monetizing if it, it does take off. But, um, you know, 10 years is a long time. You know, we're already getting a job. You know, we're graduated from college. We, have, we might have, you know, maybe unstable or stable job. So 10 years is a long, is, is a long way to go. But um, it will be real. Uh, what we actually want to happen for this app is, you know, it will be great if, like, um, a lot, like, majority of the people end up using around the world not so that they can depend on it but more so that they're actually teaching themselves how to always improve themselves and managing their money you know so there's always at this point where you you know you're you know how to save money but you know as you're still not able to save money effectively and that's what that's what our app is also um, as we roll out more updates we'll also be able to have that uh, machine learning algorithm improve so you know it gives you the most effective way you can um, save your money so that's what we want to see our app, you know, um, just be uh, really famous around the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, adding on to that, like we could like, as mentioned, like we could obviously roll out better updates with like a freemium version. If we do gain traction, that is like much better. 
since like we'll be way more experienced like 10 years from now and also like well, we might think about making profit from this and actually turning it into an actual business yeah so uh, as vid mentioned as well about like basically uh, if this were to like take off and we we're able to profit uh, from it and turn this into an actual business uh, business like definitely our expectation would be um, like whether it be getting 100,000 downloads where we know that we've been able to stretch as far as we can and actually benefit people who are not able to manage their money because there's like um, not many unique experiences like this out on the market or if it be uh, becoming really popular around the Bay Area or in general. We just want to see 10 years down the line like this is the mark or start of our journey as like learning how to create uh, like different programs and technologies in order to be able to do something good. Uh, and able to create something. So that's what we want to see it um, in general for all of our journeys 10 years down the line. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome plan. Um, you know, obviously it's a tough answer to give, right, for 10 years in the future, like Atan said. It's <laughs> a lot of things can happen in a 10 years time span. But hey, you know what? I appreciate the the effort. It's um, good, good ideas. Um, you know, whether you have an unstable or stable job, the idea is that as many people as you can can use this would be the ideal situation. Um, so this was awesome, guys. I think that this app has a lot of potential. I think you guys, all three of you, have more potential in what you guys can come up. And I can't wait to hear more ideas you come up with and more releases and more updates. Um, I thank you guys for coming on the show. And thank you for coming on. Yeah. yeah thanks for having us on the show, too. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And that concludes this episode of Investor's Paradise. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this podcast and gained some useful insights on investing. Once again, I'm your host, Aditya Iyer, and I'll see you in the next episode.